Thank you very much, Lance. We do have a busy MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up. We're just going to run you through last night's scoreboard. Again, all of the recap stories, all of the stats from last night, all available on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report at sports.1380kcim.com. We'll start off with boys basketball, where Kemper knocked off Shenandoah 67-34. to Carroll fell to Boone by a final of 46-40. to It was our weave over Peyton Chardin 79-72. South Central Calhoun down Manson North Coast Webster 70 to 34. Coon Rapids Baird got by Booyer Valley by a final of 53 to 47 in overtime. Esac loses to Southeast Valley by a final of 59 to 55. Caminita defeated uh, Glidden Ralston 40 to 29. It was I came in and losing to Loma 53 to 42. Over on the girls' side of things, a good win for the Kemper girls. They knock off Shenandoah 60 to 51. It was the Carroll Tigers topping Boone 51 to 38. Eight. Esac County wins in overtime over Southeast Valley by a final of 61 to 58. Coon Rapids Bear downs at Booyer Valley 48 to 28. It was Glidden Ralston falling at Tecamanita by a final of 59 to 27. South Central Calhoun wins their 15th game of the year, beating Manson Northwest Webster by a final of 48 to 33. Ikea Manning loses last night to Loma by a final of 55. To 27. Quick look at local sports today. State wrestling or sectional wrestling today. Carol's at Harlan, Audubon, and Coon Rapids Barrett or HSD of Voca Walnut. Camber and South Central Calhoun at Maple Valley, Anthony, Charter Oak, Utney, Sack goes to Woodbury Central. Carol Boys swim teams in at districts today up at Fort Dodge in basketball. Carol entertains Dennis and Slushwig in South Central Calhoun. Will host a Spencer. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food, locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. MC Country Cafe Coaches Show continuing on this is Saturday morning. Uh, talking some Kemper boys basketball right now with head coach Sean Minahan as the Knights pick up a nice win on Friday night against Shenandoah, finally pulling away uh, midway through the third quarter or so. A tough loss to Harlan earlier in the week on Tuesday. Coach, let's start with the better one last night. Uh, not the prettiest game uh, early. Uh, you kind of had to go through a few different lineups, but finally um, your normal starting five came out on the floor about halfway through the third quarter. Uh, Michael Potbaum hit some shots. DJ Vanami got going. Uh, excuse me, Michael Kasperbauer hit some shots. DJ Vanami got things going on the inside. And you guys ended up turning this one into a 35-point game. It was about a three-point game there about <laughs> mid-part of the third quarter. Yeah, it was uh, one of those games that was super frustrating. You know, we were they played zone, and we settled against the zone and took a lot of shots from the outside. And Shots didn't want to go in, but we weren't being aggressive and getting to the rim. So that's one thing we kept trying to preach to the guys about, and it just took a while for us to finally start listening. Sometimes for two two things in a way. One, senior night, sometimes the distractions early. Number two, you're playing against a team that has really struggled, hadn't won a game in conference all year. Sometimes you see a team play down to that level, and, and I think that's kind of what happened a little bit early last night. Yeah, I think that's definitely what happened is we just uh, we told our guys we had one we had one key for the game and that's to play our, to our standard of basketball and not to theirs and we didn't we didn't we didn't do that. Uh, we definitely played down to their standard um, throughout the entire first half um, and the beginning of the second half uh, 
And then we had a nice little stretch there where we, you know, got some stops on defense. Uh, we were able to turn that into some easy points and um, transition. And, you know, it, it definitely makes the game easier, but we should have done that from the start. Coach, I did think Tyler Stolt came in, maybe provided some energy for you in that second quarter. Uh, and then, like I said, early in the interview, got the starters back into the game there midway through the normal starters back in and, and had some guys. DJ Vanami's really becoming a force inside. Yeah, DJ is extremely talented, so we're excited for his future. You know, Tyler was someone who we were hoping um, to give us some big varsity minutes throughout the year. He got hurt early on and um, with a with a broken foot or ankle. I can't remember what it was at the beginning of the year. So that definitely set him back. And, um, you know, just trying to get him going from a confidence standpoint. It's taken a little bit just – but he's a very talented player that we're looking forward to in the future. Randy Snyder said it during the broadcast a couple of different times last night as I was running the video broadcast part of the game. Um, when Carson Candy and Michael Potabam or Michael Kaspabauer came in, those guys cranked up the intensity and they cranked up the speed of the game. I think that helped you guys a little bit. Yeah, um, those are two extremely talented um, guards we have right there, and they're they're young, so that's exciting for our future. Um, so that's something we're we're looking forward to. I we've seen those two grow a lot um, over the past few weeks of the season. Um, the last week in particular, where um, Dawson Gifford missed some points or missed some games for us um, with, with a knee injury, um, and those two stepped up, and we we lost back-to-back -back games but it was against the top two teams of the conference and those two battled and and, and really showed us a lot so um, we're excited what they can do the rest of the year and and then into our future as well coach friday night probably a good one just to get through and kind of move beyond that game let's bounce back for a moment to tuesday night um you guys went down to harlan um normally sometimes when it's a loss it's it's not as fun to talk about but it sounded like you went down there and played really well it was a four point loss uh, you had some opportunities in that game so was that one of the better performances of this team this season maybe uh it was a very good two-quarter performance our, our first half was not great we had 11 turnovers in the first half um, we gave some easy, easy looks. Our rotations weren't very clean defensively and offensively. We didn't have a lot of movement. But in the second half, we played really good defense. Uh, we played with great energy. Um, our ball movement was fantastic. And then Michael and Do uh, sorry, Michael and um, Carson and DJ had huge second halves for us. Those three combined for 46 points, and and so two sophomores and a freshman to do that against uh, a ranked uh, top 10 3A team is extremely exciting. How were those guys able to get going? Was it just hitting from the outside? Was it getting out on the break? Or how did the offense start cranking for you guys? Uh, Carson and Michael were extremely aggressive. They, they were attacking. Um, they honestly probably deserved to shoot some more free throws than they attempted throughout the game. But they, they were aggressive. Carson played. Um, outstanding defense the entire game on Brad Kern, who's who's one of the top point guards in the conference. He averages 14, 15 points a game, and we held him to 10. Three of those came at the free throw line. Uh, he had a three um, when Carson wasn't on him. Um, so Carson held, you know, one of the top scorers there to, you know, what four points there. Um, that's pretty impressive considering he's how good Brad is, and then so what? And Carson just being a freshman and, and an undersized freshman at that. So that's exciting, um, Michael. Um, has been shooting the ball with a lot of confidence the past few weeks and and so that's exciting to see and then DJ starting to grow into his role um, putting him more in, in some ball handling positions because he's, he's pretty talented 
when he's attacking the rim, kind of play a point forward role for us. Um, even hit a three fours, which is exciting to see because he hasn't shot the ball mm-hmm. very well this year. But we also know he's we've seen him shoot in practice. He's a really good shooter. It's just we need to have him do that in a game to help that confidence grow. Coach, I know this team's sitting right at 500 right now, but it's a better team than that record. Playoff brackets have come out. You guys know what the route is. I know you're not done with the regular season yet, but um, got to be excited about what this team potentially can do in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, we haven't had a season where we finished the regular season over 500 since 2018 when we went to the state, last time we went to the state tournament. Uh, you know, we got one more game left the regular mm-hmm. season. Uh, take care of business there. Then you get get over that 500 mark. Um you like your odds in uh, in the first round? Uh, it would have been really nice to get a bye. Uh, probably would have made our, you know, uh, myself, my wife, and Coach Kling's wife happier not to have, be going to a basketball game on Valentine's Day. But uh, you know, uh, that just came down to free throws in a couple games. You know, you lost to three, four really good teams, and Denison twice, um, Helan and Des Moines Christian were honestly all four games we, we could have and probably should have won, um, but we didn't, and you win those four games and you probably get a first round by. You mentioned one game left in the regular season, South Hamilton coming up next week. What They're struggling, I think, a little bit this year. What are you hoping to take away from that game? Um, that we play better than we did on Friday <laughs> night, uh, where we we played down. We need to play to our standard of basketball. Um, get some ball movement. Make sure we're attacking. Shoot the ball with confidence. Uh, and but just mainly let our defense set the tone. Well, Sean, I I know that you know the the, the Valentine's thing. I think catches, <laughs> catches coaches and radio people and media people every year. But uh, appreciate you joining us here today. Best of luck again, South Hamilton. Thank you very much. You bet. Head coach Sean Minahan again with the uh, Kemper Boys basketball team. We'll be back with more from MC's coming up next year on KCIM. Monthly bonuses, paid holidays, weekends free. You can have it all at Plastico and Manning. Plastico is currently hiring three positions, stable with 40 hours a week. Current openings include day shift machine setup, tool room employee running manual mills and lathes, and a night shift position in production. Training will be provided. Plastico and Manning is looking for you. Call them today at 712-653-2882. That's 653-2882. Or stop by Plastico at 303 Center Street, Manning. Let's talk some Kemper girls basketball on this Saturday morning. And joining us right now is head coach Tyler Trine, who I think is in pretty good spirits here this morning as his Knights came out on senior night and played a fantastic game and knocking off Shenandoah. Coach, congratulations. Uh, what a performance start to finish last night. Four really good quarters out of the girls. It was. We finally strung together, four, for the most part, four pretty good quarters. But, yeah, senior night in a packed gym with a lot of stuff going on, it's uh, – that's a big one, and it's big for our girls and the spirits in the locker room. While they've always been been pretty high, it was not off the charts last night, so that was pretty cool to see. Coach, I, I thought the thing that jumped out to me, one was Cora Thompson, the, the lone senior on the team, coming out right away and hitting a couple of threes and scoring eight points right off of the bat. I think she had eight at your first ten, but there was a time in the second quarter, then there was another time in the third quarter where Shenandoah chipped away enough at the lead you guys built that they tied it, and both times your girls had an answer. Yeah, they so Shenandoah, if anybody watched it or was listening, I'm sure you guys did a pretty good job conveying that they they had some pretty good size down low. Yep. They had that, that uh, tall freshman girl, and then Ava Wolf has been, been a handful for a number of years. And our girls aren't, I mean, with the Quet down there, they're not used to, you know, 
figuratively getting punched in the face like they did. And they kind of banged it down there, and Aquette got into some foul trouble, and Franny kind of got into some foul trouble. But, you know, we started strong, and then they banged it inside, and then we responded really well. And then the way we ended ended the second quarter was fantastic. And to see the spirits of the girls in the locker room at halftime, they, I mean, sometimes coaches will take some, a lot of time in the, in the locker room at halftime before they come out, but those girls couldn't wait to get out and get it going again in the second half. Coach, you mentioned the end of the, the first half, Kate Mayhall with a bucket and then gets a steal and a bucket right at the buzzer. She kind of did almost the same thing late, too, in the game, got a steal late to kind of help secure that win for you. Finished up with five steals, didn't really score much in the second half, but did so many other things well for you in that second half and all game. Well, she's, as you know, she's a primary ball handler, and there's. I told her, I thought maybe Shenandoah would come out and try to junk us and, and throw a chaser at her a box and one or something, but there's there's not very many girls in our conference that are gonna guard her. I mean she can she can handle the ball down the stretch and when they do throw another girl at her, as you saw in the first half, that leaves our lone senior Cora wide open and she's more than capable of knocking down shots like she did to start and and while I, I did joke with her about waiting until the end of the year to pop off, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. As long as we get it going now, and she, you know, she had a lot of emotion going into the game, and and we had, like I said, we had a big crowd. And she came out, and she was ready to roll. And even at one point, I think she turned down a shot that mm-hmm. Coach Getmar kind of got on her, like Cora, let's go, dude. Yep. I mean, this this is your night. Let's let's let it fly and see what happens. So that was cool to see. And then towards the end of that second quarter, I think. Uh, Carson Overmore hit a big three, and yes. then Kate came back and got got a couple buckets. So, yeah, that was that, that. That's what we needed going into halftime. Yeah, a lot of different players stepped up. You mentioned Carson Overmore's three. I thought uh, Lauren Bell also had a big three for you early, and then a girl you've kind of been talking about her all year. That uh, you know she's she's ready to explode, and and maybe last night was the night. Audrey Hutton had a big big game. She she did, and you know she's. She's young. She's only a sophomore, but man, I was actually talking to my son on the way home, and he was he was just raving about her because he was watching and saw, you know, she's got some flashes of really knowing what's going on, and then she she, she too is more than capable of filling it up from the outside, and she missed a couple threes, and then and then she knocked one down, and and I made a comment to Coach Yetmar, that's the ultimate green light right there, is you just have to let her go, and. You know, once in a while, I'll take the good with the bad. But she, she had a couple and ones and a big three, and she, I think she's perfect from the free throw line, too. And just, I mean, she's athletic, and she'll get in there and rebound, and and she can guard. And like I said, it's knock on wood, it might be kind of coming together at the right time. Uh, Coach, I know nothing makes up fully for a loss, but uh, I did your guys' game last Saturday, and I thought you guys had Sioux City North. Second half kind of got away for you, so to have last night not get away for you, does that kind of make up for what happened to you guys the second half last Saturday? Yeah, and it's, you know, we we were also without Casey Peters. She kind of got a Charlie horse the other night. She's, she's kind of big defensively and from a rebounding standpoint, so for the other girls to step up and, and just finish that thing. You know, when you're not used to being close at the end of games, it's hard to learn how to finish games. But but our girls were patient, aside from Aubrey taking maybe an ill-time three there later in the game, which, <laughs> again, is a learning experience yep. for uh, a sophomore. Uh, you know, so 
I'm cautiously optimistic that, you know, we're peaking at the right time and, and things are starting to click. One other game we got to mention, the Harlan game on Tuesday had to go down there, ended up falling in that one. Uh, what were your thoughts on that game? Oh, we played so well the first half. We we threw some junk at them. We went triangling too. And, of course, when you do that, you dare other people to beat you. My, I got a buddy down there, Dave Munson, has a daughter on the team, and she went for three threes in the first half. And I was like trying to get his attention, like, well, you're welcome, Dave, because, <laughs> you know, we let your girl go. And he said something to me, asked the game about it. But we, uh, I mean, we battled with them, and, and it's odd to feel good about a 19-point loss or 22, whatever it ended up. Uh, but we had a bad third quarter, which has kind of been a bugaboo for us. But aside from that, we the first we didn't want the first half to end. We wanted to just keep going because we were playing pretty well. And then uh, then, it, then the wheels fell off a little bit. But we felt fantastic coming away from that game. Coach, Southwest Valley, your first-round opponent, you get to host them next Saturday, February the 12th. Uh, I know it's still early. Um, have you had a chance to peek at them at all? Uh, yeah, Coach Yetmar and I have done we, – we've seen some film on it done some research and uh, I we match up well with them we're not sure about the competition down there in southwest Iowa but it I I'm for certain it doesn't compare to the Hawkeye 10 so hopefully we're we're battle tested enough and and we get we get some good luck get some shots to go down and this like I said this is time to get going and we're not gonna just kind of tiptoe into the offseason we're gonna knock that door open and go see what's up so we're we're going to be ready to go. Well, Coach, appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, we look forward to I think Nick will be out there for you guys next Saturday night. So best of luck uh, and looking forward to catching up with you next week to talk and prep for that game uh, coming up next weekend. Hey, just to give you a heads up, Coach Yetmar had a prior commitment that he had a year ago, so we are bringing back the legend. Randy Snyder will be on the bench with me, so he, get the word out. He informed me of that uh, before he did the, his his other Hall of Fame job, and that is as a radio broadcaster last night helping Hawk out with the broadcast. So. <laughs> All right, perfect. <laughs> All right. Head Coach Tyler and joining us on this Saturday morning. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. My name is Gary Weiss from Exire, Iowa. I always buy Fords, and I always buy from New Way Ford. Been Ford for all my life. I buy mostly F-250s or 150 Ford pickups. I got a construction business. New Way is about 40 minutes, and the service is great. I deal with the same guys I have for the last 10 years, probably. They're upfront and honest. There's no beating around the bush what they say they do, and I really appreciate that. I just call up Dave Rim, tell him what I want, and uh, him and Kyle work together and usually get the best deal they can. I don't really go up there much other than to pick them up maybe sign the paperwork they've always gotten what i wanted what they say they do we get free oil changes you know as long as we own it i bought quite a few new ones so i think that's a very big perk for me i'm gary weiss i always buy fords and i always buy from new way ford and so should you new way ford where you get fantastic customer service warranty forever and free oil changes for life that's new way ford in coon rapids Katie Cook, the head girls basketball coach with the uh, Carroll Tigers, joining us here as the Tigers pick up a nice victory on Friday night, uh, winning over at uh, Boone uh, by a final of 51-38. to Coach, congrats on that win. Uh, kind of nice to get back on the good side again, things again. 
Absolutely. Winfield's good. Thanks, Jeff. Absolutely. How'd you guys play? Take us through kind of the early part. Looks like it was a tight game early, uh, kind of pulled away in the second half a little bit. You know, it took a while for anybody to get on the board. It was kind of a defensive battle there for a while, and we were getting good shots and couldn't couldn't finish. But um, oh, And then Hannah, I think Hannah Jorgensen had four threes on the night, uh, 16 points overall for us, so it's nice to see our, our senior leader um, have a good night. Absolutely. Such a great kid and, and really has a nice looking shot. We've talked about that a little bit. Did she hit some of those three early? Is that kind of what you guys got jump started a little bit offensively? You know, just scattered throughout the game, but she, yeah, she did hit one early on. Um, Addison Clucky had a good night and, and Cameron, Cameron Shabel again on the offensive end is, has been strong for us too held them to five points in each of the first two quarters and only six in the third. Um, what stood out for you about the defensive effort? We just we went in um, knowing that Boone is a three-point shooting team, um, and we wanted to limit, limit them from the outside, so we played a tough half-court man defense, and the girls bought in and, and did their job. Where were they able to get their points? Um. From the free throw line, I think uh, I think it was three minutes left in the third quarter before they made their first two point bucket. What did they try to throw at you guys defensively uh, that that kind of gave you guys a little bit of trouble, or was it just more of a cold shooting night for you guys? Um, you know they they did some man, they did some zone, they they mixed it up a little bit on us, um, and then they threw in they threw in some full court zone pressure at times as well um, but I was proud of the girls um, overall they they put a good 32 minutes together you mentioned getting Addison Clucky going was that down in the post was it uh, being able to feed the ball into her or was she really dominant on the glass on the offensive end uh, we were feeding her inside and and she did a good job um, and honestly on not just offensively Addison did a great job on the defensive end too she was she was excellent tonight, or last night. <laughs> Hate to bring up the fourth quarter, but uh, looks like uh, they got things going a little bit in the fourth. Did they come out and change things up a little bit, or did they just all of a sudden start getting some shots to fall? You know, they they put on some full-court pressure that gave us a little bit of trouble. Um, they got to the free-throw line. Um, again, they scored a lot of their points from the free-throw line. I want to say they shot 24 free-throws and um, at a pretty good clip there. So mostly free throw line, um, but just happy to get the W. You guys have to go into the bench a little bit during the game with foul trouble? We did, you know, just just a little bit. It wasn't anything bad. Uh, Josie had two at the half. Um, she picked up her, gosh, I want to say she picked up her third and fourth in the third quarter. Um. But other than that, we were sitting pretty good with fouls. I did know, you know, I was kind of bearing in mind that, that we played again two day, two games in two days. Um, so wasn't hesitant to go to the bench at all. Who came off of the bench, gave you some good minutes? Uh, Shane Ashinger came in and gave us some good minutes. Um, Ava Gross, Madison Tuning, um, Abby Munson got on the court. Um Molly Feld got in for a little bit. Yeah, it was a good. It was nice to get a lot of girls in tonight. 
It sounds like a really nice team win for you, Coach. You mentioned you got another game coming up. That's Denison's last week this afternoon. We'll talk that one in just a moment, but I got to bounce back to Tuesday real quick. Uh, I played it down at Bondurant for our uh, good ball club that you guys faced that night. Looked like you hung right in there uh, in the first half, third quarter, maybe where things slipped away a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I would say late in the second, um, and then the third quarter we struggled. They've got uh, they've got a star in Caitlin Lappy, they're one of their post players. She had thirty points, and we just we really struggled to, you know, we were, we were trying to focus on her on the defensive end, but we um, couldn't handle her. She she had a great night. A tall girl, just kind of dominating you with the size, or just really good footwork. You know, she's five eleven. I wouldn't say she's she's got she's got good size. She's not super tall, but um, she's just athletic. She can jump. She's strong. She can finish, and just a tough kid. I think she's going to you and I to play softball. What started to work for you guys offensively, or what did work for you guys offensively? Um, I think Cam Cameron Shabel was was big on the offensive end, if I remember correctly. Um, I, I think we've kind of had a trio going this week. Hannah, between Hannah, Addison Clucky, and, and Cameron Shabel, they've been doing it on the on the offensive end for us. Coach, uh, I know a tough loss, but able to bounce back Friday night. Got a chance to get on a two-game winning streak. Dennis and Slashwood coming in right about 500 on the season. So uh, you got them early this afternoon. How do you handle that You know, late night last night over to Boone and then having everybody ready, especially with all the festivities going on up at Carroll High today? You know, we'll do our best to maintain our focus. Um, the girls are going to you know, be be ready to go. They'll bring some energy. I think it'll there will be some a buzz in the building with the alumni events going on, um, and it should be a good matchup with Denison. So um, they, I know they've got a strong post player, um, and they're number fifty four. So we'll we'll probably key in on her, um, and maybe throw a little pressure their way. Well, Coach, as always, appreciate you joining us. Congratulations on the nice victory last night, uh, and uh, best of luck coming up later on today. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Go Tigers. You bet. Head coach again, Katie Cook, with the Carroll Girls basketball team. We'll be back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show every Saturday morning here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Randy Beeson, the boys basketball coach with the Carroll Tigers, joining us on this Saturday morning. Tigers kind of a rough week, banged up team right now, falling twice this week to uh, Bondurant Ferrar on Tuesday and then to uh, Boone last night on the road. Randy, you guys have been on the road a little bit too much uh, and and got, got some injuries struggling right now a little bit for this team. But uh, this team, there's still a lot of very positive and a lot of good things coming with this team, I think, in the future. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it, it was a rough week, but we played a really good Bondurant team on Tuesday. Uh, you know, they're one of the top teams in the conference, and uh, they got some length, they got some shooters, and uh, you know we're we're limited a little bit right now. We're a little beat up and had a few guys out. 
uh, I think our four and five man, uh, both starting four and five man were out that game. So uh, we definitely looked a little bit different, but uh, we competed. I mean, it was a three-point game uh, late in the game, and uh, we definitely had a chance that got back into the game and gave ourselves an opportunity to win that one. So uh, it was a tough one to take, and then uh, last night was a tough one as well. Let's start with the Tuesday night one. Coach, you mentioned you got back into it down three. What went right, and how were you guys able to fight your way back into that game? Uh, yeah, they made they made six threes in the first half. Uh, we let some of their shooters get going a little bit. Uh, and then second half, we got a few more stops. Uh, we passed the basketball a little bit better. Uh, just got a few more stops and, and went on a little run and got back into it. We turned them over a little bit. Uh, run our press and so uh, we definitely had our chances down the stretch got to us in three with about four minutes to go in the game and uh then got stuck on 53 caleb fouled out late in the game and uh we couldn't put the ball in the hole so I give our guys credit though i mean they fought hard they battled we had different guys step up and, and try to fill some spots and uh so give our guys credit for battling back against a really good team you mentioned the press you created some turnovers with it. What has been successful for your guys' press this season and in that game? Well, we got some guys that are pretty athletic. Uh, you know, our, our length isn't probably one of our uh, strong suits, but uh, we definitely have some guys that are athletic and, uh, and quick and can move and get their hands on some basketball. So uh, we do a pretty good job of uh, covering guys up and trying to get our hands, try to get some deflections and some steals. So, uh, you know, we don't do it a ton, but we do it in stretches when uh, we need to kind of get back in the game, and I thought we did a good job of that Tuesday night. What's the morale of the guys like? What was it like Tuesday after that loss? Because you guys had played such great basketball with the, the win at North Polk and then the, the, the near win against, uh, you know, DCG, who's back to being number one ranked, and uh, it shows that you guys have the ability to beat anybody. So is this team staying positive through this? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it's tough to get beat up a little bit. You know, Caden's, Caden's injured a little bit. He's trying to fight through it. Uh, we've had the, the flu bug go through our team a little bit. So we had guys out of practice. And, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about being confident uh, and believing in the guys that are here and believing in the guys that are playing. And, uh, you know, we all have different guys that can bring different things to the table. So we're, we're Guys are playing in different positions uh, to try to help out and, and do whatever we can to help the team be successful. So uh, it's, it's good to see guys are competing. Uh, you know, the, the effort definitely was there Tuesday night. So uh, I mean, Bondurant's a really nice team. You know, they're tied for second or third in the conference. And, uh, you know, their length, they're long, they're different. And uh, they got guys that can shoot it. So, uh, you know, it's a, you never want to lose, but uh, you know we still felt confident that uh, we battled and competed, uh, and gave ourselves a chance to win down the stretch. Coach, we do need to take a look at that game last night. Uh, went over to Boone. Just teams have those kind of nights. It just sounds like the ball wouldn't go in the basket for you guys. A really low-scoring hurt first half total. Um, so I don't know if it was defenses that just dominated things, or both teams struggled from the floor. But down 17-11 and half, you said you had a 10-0 run in the third quarter, got things tied up, but fell a little bit short in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, I wish we didn't have to talk about it, Jeff, but you're, <laughs> you're right. It, it was a tough one last night. Uh, you know, give Boone credit. They uh, their two three zone really gave us trouble. Uh, we we weren't mentally tough. You know, we we didn't finish around the basket. 
defensively, we were pretty good. We held them 17 points in the first half, but uh, we only scored 11 points ourselves. And uh, you miss a couple around the basket, then you start thinking, and then all of a sudden there's a little more contact, and then we're scared that we're going to get fouled, and uh, we're making excuses and uh, throwing about 20 turnovers uh, on the night. And, uh, you know, that's the recipe for getting upset. So uh, give them credit. They're better than what their record is. They, they got some guys playing now that weren't playing early on in the year. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, they they played pretty well last night, and we were definitely not on uh, the top of our game. So it was uh, definitely a tough one to take, but uh, we got to be better. We got to move on. Uh, nothing we can do about it now, and we got a big game this afternoon. So uh, it's time to move on and try to be a little bit better. What clicked for the defense last night that allowed you guys to get on that 10-0 run? You know, they, they got they got two really good players, uh, the winter kid and the Bain kid and uh, Caleb did a really nice job on the Bain kid I, uh, I think he only ended up with one three on the night uh, winner ended up with 13 points Bain had 10 but uh, we did a really nice job early on with them but once again it was our press uh, we got in the press and forced some turnovers and that was about the only way that we could score last night so uh, you know we, we went on about 10 all around in about 30 seconds with our press uh, and when you score 11 points in a whole half Scored 10 points in about 30 seconds. Uh, it seems a little strange. You wish you could uh, press the whole time and, and not let a team uh, break the press because uh, we just struggled to score in the half court. And guys got to be better. They got to take care of the basketball better, make better passes, make better decisions. And, you know, it just comes down to, to toughness of finishing around the basket. Uh, you know, and uh, like I said, uh, hopefully we'll be better today and we'll keep getting better for district time. Yeah, quick turnaround. You guys host Dennis and Slashwig today. They're coming off a loss last night as well. But, uh, you know, sitting, I think, about 11-6 and six on the season right now. Um, what are you looking at with this team? And, and if I remember correctly, you and Derek went to college together, correct? We did, yeah. Uh, we, we had lots of conversations throughout the season, <laughs> you know, both being coaches and, and talking basketball. And, uh, you know, you throw my brother in the mix, too, who's helping out at Glenwood. There's lots of lots of basketball conversations now we're in the same district and now it's like okay i can't i can't say anything about my team anymore so uh no it's it's fun it's always fun to play them he does a great job with his kids and i you know they're young uh they got some really good guards uh with ascensions kid and the, the weavers kid there's still a weavers there uh, they just keep coming uh and then uh they got a couple six seven kids too so they got a little bit of length and they got uh some guards that, that can handle the ball and shoot it uh, so it should be a good one. It should be fun. Well, Coach, I appreciate your time here today. Uh, you know, best of luck coming up later on today and, and go out and pick up that win. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. You bet. Head Coach Randy Beeson again with the Carroll Boys basketball team. We're back with more from MCs coming up next year on KCIM. Kristen Campisi with Topaco Community Credit Union and Kathy Steffes. And Kathy, it's February. A lot of people in the month of February start thinking about doing their taxes and hoping for a tax refund. You have lots of different things we're going to talk about here about maximizing your tax refund. Let's think about some ways to use that. Save for your retirement. An IRA and individual retirement account is a simple way to save. Dupaco offers both a traditional and a Roth IRA. And another good tip, if your employer offers a 401k contribution match, take 
full advantage of it. It's basically free money. Save year-round for the holidays. With a Dupacle Holiday Club, you can systematically save for the giving season all year long. At the end of October, the balance will be deposited to your checking account or savings account if you don't have a Dupacle checking, all for your holiday spending. For more ways to maximize your tax refund and even elevate your retirement savings plan, what can they do, Kathy? You know, they can stop in or give us a call. We've got free money makeovers. We'd love to talk to you about it. We're located right on Highway 30. Tobacco Community Credit Union. Eric Noggle, the head wrestling coach with the Carroll Tigers, joining us here today as they get set for a sectional wrestling matchup coming up. And Coach, as always, it's good to catch up with you. Good to talk to you. Coach, uh, kind of a different week for you guys in a way. Uh, you guys had been 3A for such a long time here that uh, you always got section a weekend off as far as not having to wrestle in those and only districts. So now you guys head down to Harlan for a 2A sectional as you dropped into 2A this year. Uh, before we even talk about last weekend's Raccoon River Conference or today's sectional coming up, how has that changed maybe practice schedule, what you guys work on, and those kind of things? Has it changed it at all? It's changed it a little bit. I mean, the kids got to be more aware of of their weight. You know, we always had that week where they could kind of balloon up a little bit, get healthy, get food and get their body back into a little bit of normal and kind of enjoy life a little bit. So that kind of <laughs> squashed it down a little bit, but nothing really. I mean, we wrestled probably a lot more this week than, than we normally have in the past and, and uh, got ourselves more prepared that way. Do you like the change down to 2A? I know over the years we you, you've kind of sounded like you wouldn't mind being down in 2A, but now that you're here and, and gone through it, is, is it what you were hoping for? I don't know. I'll let you know when we get done. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had a feeling that would be the answer, Coach. You talked about some of the things you've worked on. What are the things that you focused on while you had the guys on the mats this week? Uh, we just focused on all their little things, all the individual things that they can work on and and just kind of certain situations and um, just just things that they kind of need to work on in, in certain areas and, you know, kind of preparing more for the guys that we're going to meet up with and then really not really not changing a lot of things, just getting things where we're better at, just position-wise and maybe things that we struggled with last week with the Raccoon River when we got into some tougher competitions and just trying to find ways to crack people so we can, you know, advance ourselves and move on and get to the next 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 week and then the next week and just kind of doing those types of things. Do you feel like you guys were able to accomplish that this week and that the guys are as ready as they can be i i don't i i hope so i hope <laughs> we did our part you know it's it's one of those things where you don't know until you're in there you know and i'm sure there's probably something that we probably could have worked on or something different that we could, probably could have fixed and things like that but you know the kids are pretty good and they adjust on the fly and as coaches we're pretty quick to pick things up and notice things in matches and the kids are really good at responding you know make a slight adjustment here and there and they usually do a pretty good job of figuring it out and even in the match you know though they listen pretty well so I'm not going to ask you because I, I know over the years that, you know, I, I know what the answer will be. So I'm not going to ask you how many guys you think can advance on today. But how tough is the sectional down at Harlan? There's some really good programs down there. Yeah, there's some really good programs. It's, it's going to be tough, you know. I mean, some some guys got some nice roads and some guys got some bumpy roads, you know. But it's kind of just the way it is, you know. It's it's a new thing there, and we just got to we just got to figure it out and get to the next next thing of getting through that and then getting hopefully getting to districts and you know I tell the guys you can only control your match you can only control what you do and really it doesn't matter who steps out in front we've kind of had that mentality with us all year doesn't matter who's in front of you you got to go through them they're kind of in the way of your goal and you either go through them or or you got to find a way to, to beat them and if they beat you then you know that wasn't your day but 
you know, we're kind of looking at that aspect of it and, and, and preparing the best we can. And, you know, some people have nice shots and some people have a little tougher road. So, you know, our kids aren't afraid to wrestle through some things. And with the competition and the schedule that we wrestled this year, I think our guys are as prepared as they ever will be. Taking some momentum, do you think, from last weekend? You brought up the Raccoon River Conference, took fourth overall. We're sitting second for a while. Uh, did have a champion in Jaira Gallegos, and three guys take second place and two more uh, in third. So I, I felt a pretty good day. I don't know if you guys were as happy as, as maybe I, I thought things went, but uh, did you get some momentum from last weekend? I, I hope so. I mean, it, it turned out the way kind of I thought it was. I was hoping we could squeak into third or maybe pop second here and there, but Bondurant so loaded, and Carlisle got hot, and Winterset got hot there, and we just we just kind of ran out of steam a little bit, and we, we knew we needed everybody to score points and everybody to move on, and you know some guys stumbled and some guys didn't, but the Raccoon River, we talked about it as coaches, was tougher than ever this year, just all the way through, like every weight class had their moments, and it was just a tough little deal, and you know some guys came out on top, and some guys come kind of came through there, but you know, I, I, I hope we're taking that momentum. I hope we're using that to, to, to the best of our advantage. Jaira Gallagos, a champion for you last week. Uh, how dominant was he on the mats? Jaira was pretty dominant in the situation. You know, he's gotten a lot better with some certain things we really focused on. He's really good on the mat, and people know that, so we got to get to that point of getting on his feet, and he did a lot better job adjusting to wrestling on his feet. And, you know, if he, if he can wrestle on his feet and be as dominant as he is on top and get out from bottom, you know, he's, he's a tough kid to beat. Jaira's biggest the biggest issue is putting himself in, in what we call Jaira positions that sometimes <laughs> aren't the best. <laughs> so, Coach, so, sometimes he thinks he can get himself out of some trouble and ends up getting himself into more trouble. But, you know, so we've been really focusing on that. Well, Coach, hopefully he doesn't get in that kind of trouble today. Uh, other guys that, that finished really high for you, Draylon Schweitzer took second, Kale Nelson was second, Levi Dirks third, Cooper Ludwig finished in third, Carter Drake was a second-place finish for you. Um, so a lot of the guys that kind of anticipated the lower weights really doing well. What else stood out for you about last Saturday? Um, I, I, I think just the duration of of the tournament and just the – adversity that some of our guys face in some of the matches and you know we we, we got some revenge matchups you know we, we wrestled Bondurant early and some of our guys had some championship matches with those guys and you know if you, you, you hope you close the gap a little bit and you feel like you close the gap a little bit because maybe the score wasn't the same and then you know some of the gaps got opened up because maybe we tried some more things that we that we thought we could do and you know it turned out they adjusted to us or, or figured some things out, and they got better. So, you know, it's, it's just that, that group of kids that, that, that have been kind of carrying us through the season, and, and, and they're getting hot at the right time. And so, you know, hopefully that carries over till today and, and does what they're supposed to do there, and, and uh, we can talk positive about the good outcomes <laughs> that they have. Well, Coach, as always, it's good to catch up with you. Uh, looking forward to having a ton of guys get through to next week, and hopefully the whole team can advance for you guys. And looking forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks. That'll be nice. You bet. Head coach again, Eric Noggle again with the uh, Carroll Wrestling Program, back with more from MCs next year on KCIM. 
At Panera, you can say yes to both of your cravings. We call it You Pick Two. And with over 465 pairings, you'll find a meal sure to satisfy any mood. Are you feeling both fresh and fun? Pick our Fuji apple salad with a new Thai chicken soup. Or maybe you're feeling classic and bold. Pair some creamy mac and cheese with our new citrus Asian crunch salad. Order your perfect pair today and enjoy a $0 delivery fee for a limited time only. Panera, the familiar made fantastic. Restrictions apply. Visit PaneraBread.com slash delivery info for complete details. We've all had a little trouble social distancing from our refrigerators, and our waistlines have suffered. However, Skechers would like to help you get back on track with our incredible Go Walk footwear, because once you put on Skechers Go Walks, they're so comfortable, you'll be inspired to get out there and start walking. Skechers is the comfort technology company, and Go Walks are fully loaded with all the comfort and performance innovations you need. Find the number one walking footwear in the world, Skechers Go Walk, for men and women at Skechers.com, a Skechers store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Deb Danner, the boys swim coach for the Carroll Tigers, joining us here as we get ready for district meet for the Tigers uh, coming up up at uh, Fort Dodge today. And uh, coach, uh, you, you mentioned last week when we talked that this was going to be a tough field. You got you got Ames there, you've got Valley there, I think, or, or Dowling there, and Dowling, and Dowling there. Yep. So uh, along with some other teams that you've seen, I don't, I can't remember if you've seen Mason City yet this year as well, but they're there as well. So how has practice gone this week? Uh, how have preps gone? on a preparation gone for the meet coming up today. Yeah, uh, the boys are, they're ready to go. Um, did some nice taper work and got a lot of rest. And I think they are mentally exactly where we want them. So, <laughs> um, yes, which is very annoying, but um, it's all good. It's, it's, it's where I want them. Um, no, they are way ready to, to do this. Coach, with the meet starting at noon here on this Saturday, what's the kind of the, the schedule for you guys? What time are you on the bus this morning? What time are you heading up there? What time do you start your workouts and you and you're kind of you're pre getting into the pool, you know, reput or you know, repetitions and stuff today? Yeah, so we're on we're on the bus at eight fifteen heading up and uh we have warm ups at ten fifteen and they get in, they get warmed up, they do some relay exchanges, and the uh, meet will start at 12. So, um, you know, they we've walked through all of this at practice, so they know what to expect, and and uh, I think they're all ready to go. Will you spend much time in the pool then before things start tomorrow at noon? Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll be in the water for about an hour, hour and a half, um, that's probably about it. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll get their opportunities to do little warm ups in between okay. events. So, um, yeah, you know, they'll, they'll still be ready to go. It's, it's not like they sit there and, uh, get cold and, and tighten up before their race. So, um, yeah, they build in some, uh, warm up periods for, for everybody. So it, it's, it's all going to work out pretty good for them. Let's start off with the relays. That seems like to me where you were the most confident last week of getting some stuff through right now in the district. Uh, your 200 freestyle relay is sitting fourth, the 400 also fourth, and the 200 medley sitting in fourth place right now. Tell us who, if you know, and I'm sure you do, if you want to tell us who's in each of those events and how you feel about them coming into today. Okay, so the medley relay, we have uh, Caleb Blair swimming backstroke, uh, Jake Graving is swimming breaststroke, Noah Bell is swimming butterfly, and Ty Thomas is swimming freestyle. Um, you know, hopefully uh, we're going to be able to drop a little bit of time with these guys. Um, 
and and I'm hoping uh, they make it to the podium. And you know, it'd be nice to get some medals for the boys. Um, medley relay is is a pretty tough uh, event to to get qualified in. Um, but you know, if if they can drop the time that they need, you know, it's it's a real possibility. So. Um, you know, hopefully uh, things go their way and the uh, relay exchanges are really sharp and, and hopefully that all works out for them. Uh, the 200 and the 400 freestyle relays, we have Tristan Flair, uh, Sam Jansen, uh, Kyle Sundrup, and Jonathan Dose at both of those um, relays. So, um, you know, I, and I have worked with them in the past, uh, know what kind of time they can drop. So, um you know, I'm feeling real confident that they'll make it to state in those two relays for sure. Um, hopefully, you know, they can get close to a school record is, is kind of what they're shooting for is the school record. So, um, you know, that, that would be really exciting for them to do that and go to state. So, um, you know, that'll be very exciting. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's it's going to be some very good competition there. Everybody's going to be dropping time and, and it'll be a very exciting, very exciting day. <laughs> you mentioned uh, getting the school record. How close are they to it? Uh, and and do you feel like they've got a real good shot at getting that today? Yeah, you know they're about three seconds off of the uh, the two hundred. The four hundred, they're a little bit further. Um, we'll have to drop some pretty decent time to reach that one. But they are kind of going for that two hundred free record, two hundred freestyle relay record. Um, you know, like I said, about three seconds off. So. You know, if they can each drop about three quarters of a second, which is a lot in a 50, but it is doable. So, um, you know, hopefully uh, our taper is just spot on, and and hopefully that'll happen. We'll move over to the individual stuff now. Uh, just based off of standings, Jonathan Dose in the 100 freestyle sitting fifth right now in this district uh, looks like maybe the best chance to advance in an individual, but is there anybody else that, uh, that or any events where, where maybe you think you have a better shot than that one? Yeah. So um, Jonathan is actually going to swim the 50 freestyle in the 100 butterfly. Um, he's shooting for the, the school record in the 100 fly. Okay. Um, so yeah, he will not be in the 100 freestyle. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, you know, he, he's sitting fifth in the district, but it's not ranked as high as, as we'd like to see it. Um, so, yeah, he, he's shooting for that fly. That's kind of his favorite event. So, um, you know, I just kind of let the seniors pick their events, and, and that's what he wants to swim. And, and I think he's got a good shot at making that to state. So, you know, like I said, he's going for the school record. Um, you know, and, and, you know, hopefully he can hit about a 53 high, and, and that would be awesome for him, uh, you know, to be able to graduate with that. And uh, in the 53, uh, you know, if, if he can hit a 21 high, um, I, I see that making it to state too. So, you know, he's pretty excited about his two events. Um, Kyle Sundrup will be swimming backstroke. Uh, we don't really know what he's got in him because he didn't get to swim it last year. So this will be his first chance at state. And, uh, you know, he's pretty pumped and, and trying to make up for lost time. Um, so, you know, hopefully he can he can pull through. And, and you know, if he can hit uh, about a 55, that will be amazing. Um, you know, he'll, he'll do very well. He'll be able to make it to state with that. So, you know, hopefully we can see that go there too. Um, Tristan Blair swimming the 500, um, trying to break that five-minute mark, which will also take a school record. Um, 
He's 19 seconds off of it right now uh, in a 500. That's very, very doable to drop yep. 19, 20 seconds, um, you know, with a good taper. And, and I feel like he's he's got a fairly good taper going. So I think I think he'll be fine. Um, it should, if he can get under five minutes, he should be able to make it to state. Um, but, you know, nothing, there's no guarantees of anything. <laughs> um, you know, if it's, if it's a fast year, then, you know, times that you thought for sure would go, don't make it. And, and you, you just don't know what's going to happen until it's all done. So, um, you know, we never, never get our hopes up that it's, it's in. We always just wait until we get the results and, and celebrate after that if we make it. So, um, you know, hopefully, uh, like I said, hopefully they all, they all make it and uh, we'll wait and see. What time are you hoping to be able to find out anybody that, you know, has qualified and, and get all the qualifiers? Do you have a kind of a, a time you're aiming for on, on tonight uh, that you think that'll be posted? Yeah, you know, it just it depends on everybody's district on how well, how fast it goes. Um, in the past, there, there's been districts that had issues with their timing system. And so, you know, their meet gets delayed a half hour. Well, that pushes everything back a half hour so. Um, you know, it's just it depends on on all the district sites on how quick they get their their results in. Um, so we're I mean we're hoping to know, you know, like at six five thirty six o'clock. Um, but yeah, you know, I just sit on the phone and, and keep refreshing <laughs> until I get results. <laughs> well, coach, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, I know you got a busy day ahead of you, so thanks for all the time here today. Uh, best of luck coming up there, and looking forward to talking to you next week about the upcoming state meet. You bet. Thank you, head coach Deb Dander, again with the Carroll Boys swim team. Back with more from MC's coming up here on KCIM. Vehicle inventories may be light, but that doesn't mean you can't get a great deal at Champion Ford. Looking for new? Get a new Ford Escape with $1,500 in rebates and 1.9% for 60 months. Even better, get a new Ford Edge with $1,500 in rebates and 0% for 60 months. And now Champion Ford has Broncos available to sell. Choose from two-door or four-door, but don't wait. These will not last long. As always, get free oil changes for life with free pickup and delivery for your appointments, the vehicles you want, and the convenience you need. Champion Ford, where everybody wins. We are back here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show on this Saturday morning talking Kemper Wrestling right now. Head coach Shane Vaughn joining us as the Knights get ready for a sectional meet coming up today over at Maple Valley Antonoto Charter Oak U. But Shane, before we kind of take a look at what you guys have got going over today at Ram Country, we're going to bounce back as you guys were down at the Hawkeye 10 last Saturday down in Atlantic. A sixth place finish overall with 140 points behind Harlan uh, who finished fifth with 149 and a half. But three champions, uh, which I uh, come to find out is a school record for you guys at the Hawkeye 10. So congratulations on that. Uh, kind of your thoughts overall on how last weekend went. Yeah. I mean, you know, anytime you set a school record and anything, it's, you know, you come away feeling pretty proud of that, but I think we had a couple guys that know they have a little more in them than that. And, you know, even our guys that did well are so hungry for more and they want to expand that gap. And so, you know, it was a it was a good day um, overall. Not feeling too upset about it, but we're looking to build off it heading into today's tournament. Just kind of keep our 
momentum rolling a little bit. Let's talk about those three champions from last week, Riley Parkas, Shea Parkas, and Cal Wanniger. Um, I, I thought just by looking at the results on track wrestling as things were coming in Saturday that it, it looked to me like Cal was fairly dominant at 220. They're picking up a couple of wins by fall and also kind of a, a dominant major decision match. He won that title match uh, by fall. So how well did he wrestle? He's been wrestling really well. I mean, really, you look back at his whole season and He's been putting guys away early, and the guys that he can't quite pin, he's been opening up leads on and finding ways to expand that gap. And so, I mean, we're really proud of the season he's put together, and I know he's happy with it. But then again, you know, these next couple weeks here are going to be telling, and he's looking forward to the opportunity to go out and do that against guys from all over the state, um, you know, guys that haven't seen him before, guys that maybe don't know the name that probably will in a couple of days here. So pretty cool opportunity in front of him. Both uh, Riley and Shea Parkas picking up pretty good championships as well. Shea at 152 went 3-0. Also uh, two wins by fall, and his other win came by decision. Um, and, and then Riley, 3-0, two wins by fall, and also a win by decision. So what stood out for you about how both uh, Shea and Riley wrestled? Their pace. Um, their pace and their aggression and intensity. I mean, they came out, they were both really dialed in and looking to score early and score often, and they both did a great job of that, and that's pretty evident by the results they were able to put forth. Coach, uh, kind of looking at some other guys, Jake Earlbeck took second uh, at 138, one of your other uh, top finishers uh, over the weekend. Uh, Bryce Wiskus was a fourth uh, at uh, 170 on the day as well and uh, and stuff. So who else stood out for you maybe that maybe exceeded or kind of met the expectation you guys had last weekend? Yeah, um, you know, Earl Beck, like you said, had a good day getting the finals in his first ever conference tournament. So it was a cool experience for him to get to go out there and throw on the gold single at the Hawkeye 10 meet. Um, he had a good day. He's been wrestling really well the past few weeks. Um, Bryce did a great job getting that third place match and came up a bit short there, but overall had a solid tournament. Um, you know, we had guys do, even the guys that didn't finish where they wanted to, were still starting to put stuff together. You know, Jake Housen. Um, as a kid, he's still young. He's pretty new in his wrestling career in the span of things. But every time he walks off the mat, he has something new he learned. And he comes off, and he's immediately asking a question or sharing what he should have done different. So that's been really fun to see and really fun to work with him on that. So even though he didn't quite have the tournament he wanted, I know it was a, a good growth experience for him. So looking forward to seeing him put those lessons into action um, as we close out the year. What was the focus this week in practice to get ready for today over at Mapleton? Confidence. I mean, we got it, – it's a tough sectional. I mean, everyone knows that. You look at the teams that are there, it's tough. But our guys know they're tough too. And so just going out and fo- firmly believing when you set foot on the map that you're the baddest man in the gym and going to go out and do what you got to do to get a win. And, you know, our guys are, are – they're believing in themselves. They're aggressive. They're focused. And um, I think that's going to show for us. Do you feel like you're going to have some guys able to get good seeds? I, I would imagine you should have five, six guys seeded pretty well at least today. Yeah, we should have a handful of top two seeds. Um, and, you know, that's awesome that our body of work has put us in that position where we're expected to go out and compete and make that final match. And you just got to go out and live up the expectation now. And the guys that aren't in that seeded spot need to go out and, you know, prove why maybe they should have been. And so – the seeds are cool, and it's cool that we have guys in those spots to get you know, that recognition, but at the end of the day, the kids just need to go out and do what they do and not really worry about where they're at in the bracket. 
Coach, uh, you mentioned how tough this is. You guys there, South Central Calhoun, another local team there. Uh, Loma, who's traditionally a power of Missouri Valley, been very good uh, and very strong, beat Loma a couple of times this year. So who am I missing? Do you feel like another one of those teams that could be in the hunt along with maybe you four for the top uh, spots there in the, in this sectional? You know, that's the great part about wrestling is even teams that aren't traditionally strong top to bottom can have one or two guys that are really good. And so you've got, you know, weights where, all right, we know the Loma guy's a stud, or weights where, all right, Missouri Valley's tough. But then there's some where it's, okay, who is, you know, Woodbine bringing the table, or who's Wes Harrison going to throw out there? So really, I mean, you know, you, you expect to see some teams do well, but then you can never really know for sure what you're going to walk into until you see the guy come out on the mat and you know, um, you know what he's bringing to the table. So... Well, Shane, I tell you what, I appreciate you joining us. Congrats on on the three champions in the school record uh, last week at the Hawkeye 10. Best of luck today and looking forward to catching up with you next week again. Yeah, thank you very much. You bet. Head coach Shane Vaughn again with the Kepper Knights. Back with more from MCs coming up next year on KCIM. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food, locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Thanks for tuning in for the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Again, we've got postseason wrestling coming up for you today.